Shalom, everyone. This is Ty Green. In 180 days, an announcement may be made that is going to shed more light on where this global economic situation is headed. Although some of this will be alarming as we watch this development, the Bible reminds us not to fear. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So what I'm about to share will serve as a prompt to salvation through Jesus Christ as this development connects to a time of judgment upon the earth due to sin and iniquity. This is not to instill fear, but to encourage faith as we watch this unfold together. The hope is that this will encourage us that the Bible is right and that this world is certainly in trouble headed for destruction, but we're headed toward Christ. Amen. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. We can try to hedge against what's coming with gold, silver, digital assets, food, and water in an effort to make it through this transition and just to even occupy until the Lord comes. There's nothing wrong with that. Look at Joseph preparing for that famine as he had a heads up as to what was coming. We have the word of God telling us what is coming. But in all of our preps, the most important is to prep your soul. Again, what we're observing 180 days from today is a major milestone within the transition into the tribulation and Israel's 70th week. All right, so let's get into this. As we connect this to what we've learned within scripture, we can see how the world is headed into another global shakeup. Many of us are aware of how speculation impacts the markets, right? Hence the tight controls on the narrative shared on mainstream media in regards to the impact of BRICS and the hegemony held by the United States, which is hanging on by a thread. By definition, a hegemony is a leadership or dominance, especially by one country or social group over others. Those of us here in the United States have enjoyed the benefits of this dominance globally, as our currency is the world's main reserve currency. We also have a strong dollar that is mainly due to a well-known fact that the dollar is pegged to the petrodollar as a result of an agreement that was made way back in the early 1970s between the United States and Saudi Arabia that their oil would be sold globally in the currency of the US dollar. That means no matter where you are in the world, if you wanted to buy the oil, it must be purchased using the USD, the good old greenback. This relationship and that agreement between the United States and Saudi Arabia has been strained for years. Now, in short, the United States along with other countries have decided to go with green energy, which means that they would be moving away from the use of oil purchased from the OPEC nations, which includes Saudi Arabia. They need to fill that void, right? Well, China is filling that void as they are now the largest customer of the Saudi Arabian oil. 
Watch this closely as we're going to touch on how the Bible describes this and what we may begin to see shortly after this BRICS meeting in 180 days. So once BRICS is perceived by the mass public as a real threat to the hegemony held by the United States, I believe that's when the speculation increases that the economy is in real trouble and even more investors will make moves to protect their portfolio. This is already happening, but not on a mass scale. In the midst of this whole situation, the digital currency will be rolled out. In 180 days, the BRICS nations will meet in August from the 22nd through the 24th. For those that don't know, BRICS are the countries of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. They are a growing economic bloc that presents a real challenge to the hegemony of the United States as a unipolar world power. The shift here is to a multipolar world power that offers an alternative reserve currency, not necessarily a replacement, but an alternative. So when you look at this closer, you will find elements that points to protections against the weaponizing of the dollar. No one wants to be on the receiving end of our sanctions. So more countries are on board with an alternative, especially one that is backed by commodities such as gold, silver, and oil. The BRICS reserve currency will be backed by these commodities, but ours? not so much. Now, in their meeting upcoming in 180 days in South Africa, within the itinerary, we will find out if they will in fact accept the membership of several more countries. Most news reports state that five countries may be accepted as members into BRICS. This would bring the total to 10. This matches exactly with the number described within the Bible. A multipolar world power headed by 10 nations and these are also coupled with 10 nations represented by monarchies. We've already shared what strongly appears to be the biblical reference to this in Revelation chapter 13 and Daniel chapter 7 with a warning that this was going to occur in Revelation chapter 12. The rise of this multipolar world power happens before the conflict in Ukraine is resolved. This means that whatever happens to bring this more to the forefront is going to happen soon. And this 180 day marker in August, I believe is a milestone toward that. Now, Saudi Arabia is a big key to this. And there's already been public statements on other currencies besides the dollar being used to purchase that Saudi Arabian oil. If Saudi Arabia becomes a member of BRICS, and it will, that announcement alone will speak volumes to the West as the dollar will lose its value at some point. Down, but not out. Executive Order 14067, Section 4, has measures in progress that will enable the switch to a digital currency. And that will be uncomfortable for most of us due to the speed in which this will roll out. 
This will contribute to that dreadful and terrible fear element that Daniel spoke of within Daniel chapter 7, which happens globally, by the way, as a result of this rise of this multipolar power. We're going to detail the scriptures of this further on. Let's be clear that Saudi Arabia has already shared with the public that it's interested in trading in currencies other than the dollar. The more it does this, the dollar will be used less in these transactions. Here's a bit of context because there's still many folks that are not aware of this. Look at this quote from mainstream media. Watch how these dots connect to what's about to happen. China represents the sea in BRICS, and Saudi Arabia wants into the block. Look, here's a quote. China is Saudi Arabia's biggest trading partner and a source of growing investment. It's also the world's biggest buyer of oil. Saudi Arabia is China's largest trading partner in the Middle East and the top global supplier of crude oil. Saudi is a shoe-in to become a member of BRICS, and since BRICS will roll out a reserve currency based upon commodities, it's not hard to see how China and Saudi can benefit from doing business. Look further within this article and we're going to see why some of the moves being made actually make sense. The United States has significantly increased domestic oil and gas output since the 2000s while accelerating its transition to clean energy. With our shift to clean energy, we would use Saudi's oil less and less. It's clear that they would need to find a replacement for that loss that's clearly on their horizon. This is how China has stepped in because they need the resource and Saudi Arabia wants to keep making profits, right? This is why we keep hearing the Saudi Arabian ministers state that they will still trade with the U.S. because they will sell the oil to us as long as we're willing to buy it because we've shared already that we're moving on to clean energy and we've expressed that there will be less demand for their oil. Nothing nefarious there. But this builds on what else is going to happen. We all know that Saudi Arabia has influence on the OPEC plus countries. It's not a stretch to see that OPEC plus will follow suit. So in 180 days after this BRICS meeting, I'd expect to see things unravel a bit more with countries uncoupling from the dollar. This uncertainty will indeed cause global fear. Then the splits come as whole countries decide their trading partners. Basically the East with the BRICS nations or the West with the United States. And again, the other component to this is the protection against the weaponizing of the dollar. Many countries do not want to be on the receiving end of sanctions when in a disagreement with America and for this reason alone many will choose to bail and go with this multipolar group offering of a reserve currency. What we are witnessing is a change in the world order. The unipolar power is waning and the multipolar power 
is rising. This has happened throughout history before, right? Except this change in the world order is recorded within scripture. It is a precursor to the tribulation in Israel's 70th week. Within this time frame, there will continually be new normals set as this goes along. We've seen this already through the pestilence of the past few years. And yes, there are more of those coming. Scripture cites that these are plural right there in Matthew chapter 24, verse 7. The word pestilence says, but let's stay on track. I want you to see here how the Bible describes this scenario involving bricks. Look at this and the symbology utilized within scripture. In the 5 of 10 video, we examined scripture and found what appears to be a correlation between the beast described in Revelation 13 and 2 and the animals that represent the main countries within bricks. You've got to see this. The one like unto a leopard with the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion. These are the national animals of the main BRICS nations. India with the tiger. There are no tigers in the Bible as scripture says, it is like unto a leopard. Russia and China both have bears as national animals. There's the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion will be fulfilled soon. The next set of applicants in two bricks includes Iran, whose national animal is indeed a lion. It's also the national animal of England, as well as was pointed out before in the previous video. They had expressed interest years ago. We must observe to prove this out. So now, in an effort to prove this out even more, if bricks represented the horns and kings of Daniel chapter 7 24 Revelation 12 3 and Revelation 13 1 then we know that the crowns were associated because the crowns are upon the horns we're getting ready to identify the crowns look at this let's go to Revelation chapter 13 verse 1 and we see and upon his horns ten crowns the fourth beast of Daniel 7:23 is the same beast of Revelation 13, verse 1. Since scripture defines scripture, we can piece this together. And then we're going to note something lacking when we get to the crowns. When Apostle John describes what he saw in Revelation 13, verse 1, scripture defines the symbology. The sea the beast, the heads, the horns, but I haven't seen a scripture in context that defines the crowns. I'm going to touch on this quickly because for some of you, this may be the first time many of you have heard this. The sea are waters. These represent the peoples of the world. Revelation 17 verse 15 and he said unto me the waters which thou saw 
where the horse sits are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. The beast represents a kingdom and kingdoms are comprised of people, right? Daniel 7.23 says the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth. Do you see that? The fourth beast is a kingdom upon the earth and the earth connects us to the mountains, the land masses symbolized as heads. These are arguably the seven continents of earth, Revelation 17 and 9. And here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits and the woman is Mystery Babylon. The ten horns represents the ten kings. These represent world leaders, Revelation 17 and 12. And the ten horns which thou saw are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. Now, once again, when we get to identifying the crowns, we have nothing other than that they are upon the horns of the beast. So the sea represents people, the beast represents people, the horns represents people, the crowns represent people. The heads represent the land masses on which the people live, the continents of the earth. Later on in Revelation chapter 13, we see a single person emerging from the beast. Daniel chapter 7 describes him as the 11th horn. Daniel 7, 20 through 21. And of the 10 horns that were in his head and of the other which came up, see that's 11, and before whom three fell, even of that horn that had eyes and a mouth that spake very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows. I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them. We see the same here in Revelation chapter 13, verses 5 through 8. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven and it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them and power was given unto him over all kindreds and tongues and nations and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names were not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world this 11th horn becomes the beast personified that's the antichrist but what we're talking about today are events that occur before the Antichrist is on the scene. Yet, this is very important to understand the sequence of events 
because these events are a conduit in which the Antichrist is revealed. So let's get into identifying the crowns. We all think of royalty in terms of crowns, right? And one crown in particular is a monarch whose country has applied to join the BRICS nations. MBS of Saudi Arabia. And here's the connection. BRICS is forming an alternative international reserve currency that's backed by commodities. For example, gold, silver, and oil. And that's a contribution that Saudi Arabia brings to the group, the oil. Not only that, but the fact that Saudi Arabia backs the petrol dollar. And we're seeing the drifting away from that now. Keep watching this area. As tensions grow, folks are looking at MBS growing ties with Putin. In terms of countries, Saudi Arabia growing ties with Russia. Furthermore, a crown growing ties with a horn. OPEC and BRICS. Watch this. Ten monarchies of OPEC are representing the crowns. And the soon-to-be ten members of BRICS representing the horns. These nations have no idea of what it's going to turn into based upon scripture. Once again, there's an economic piece to this global collapse. There will be two main reserve currencies competing for dominance. One is falling and the other is rising. But when this new one rises, there will be fear for it will be dreadful and terrible just like described within Daniel chapter 7. Anybody else seeing this? Let's get back to identifying the crowns. Saudi Arabia connects us to the rest of the crowns, if this understanding is correct. The crowns represent royalty, monarchies. Look at how many monarchies are within OPEC. There are nine. With OPEC plus, there are 12 monarchies. Very shortly, we should see 10 of these monarchies work alongside the soon-to-be 10 BRICS nations. Remember the article that shared that there are five more applicants for BRICS? We already have Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. The addition would be Egypt, Turkey, Iran, Argentina, and Saudi Arabia. This would be nine horns and one crown, which leaves room for one more horn. Watch for one more to apply to join BRICS. We have enough crowns within OPEC and OPEC Plus. Now, they don't need to join BRICS, but some sort of association, just like the crowns upon the horns of the beast. They're separate, but together. I hope you're getting this. It won't be long till this is proved out. It's still in the realm of a theory right now. The Lord will make it very plain and obvious in a moment. We're in the time frame for this to form up, so we should see something now, and this may be it. So how can we verify this? 
Will we hear more talk of BRICS? I'm already seeing this in articles and videos. Something of this nature will be verified after the collapse because that's when this beast rises. Please keep in mind that these observations of biblical prophecy aren't shared to instill fear, but to encourage faith. Jesus warned us through his word before it happens so that we will believe. It's a call to repentance. All of this shared today is a precursor to a time of judgment upon the earth. Yet and still, right now, we still have grace and mercy. Believe on Jesus to life eternal. We've all sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and 23 says it, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But here's some good news. Titus 3, let's pick this up at verse 3. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Amen. Ephesians 2 and verse 4 says this, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved. And that's what Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, in that not of yourselves, see, it's nothing we can do, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So before enough is enough, call upon the name of the Lord, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus Christ has indeed paid our sin debt. It is the gift of God. While there is still yet time, receive the gift and you will be saved. Jesus died on that cross for our sins and iniquities. He was buried and he rose again the third day. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. All right, I will leave it right there till we meet again. Love y'all. Shalom.